listening to FC Biotech's Gene Talk, a weekly podcast on molecular biology, BTS2302 initiative, which will dive you to the interior of biology. Myself, Prajak Tajgar, a second-year biotechnology student of Ferguson College. In today's episode, we are going to head on to genome packaging in prokaryotes. How bacteria, even though lacking a nucleus, organize and pack their genome into the tiny cell, and what enables the bacteria to do so. Well, at an early age, we have learned that organisms are basically classified into two categories, that is prokaryotes and eukaryotes. And the main difference between these organisms is that eukaryotic cells have membrane-bound organelles like nucleus, but prokaryotic cells do not. But not only this, there is much more to the story, particularly with regard to the chromosomal structure and its organization. Much of what is known about the prokaryotic genome is that it is usually made up of double-stranded circular DNA and plasmids. In 1950s and 1960s, the E. coli bacterium became the model organism of choice for prokaryotic research when a group of scientists used autoradiography and phase contrast microscopy to show that the essential genes of E. coli are encoded on a single circular chromosome packaged within the cell nucleoid. The arrangement of this chromosome is not as simple as it sounds, especially considering that the E. coli chromosome is several order of magnitude than the cell itself. If so huge is this bacterial chromosome, it's quite wondering that how it fits into this tiny cell so comfortably? The answer to this question lies in the DNA packaging. So now let's move on to DNA packaging. Eukaryotes wrap their DNA around proteins called histones but most of the prokaryotes do not have histones with an exception of those species in domain archaea. Hence, the way in which prokaryotes compress their DNA into smaller spaces is by supercoiling. Basically, supercoiling refers to the overwinding or underwinding of a DNA strand and is an expression of the strain on that strand. Supercoiling has been observed experimentally, particularly strong evidence has come from electron micrographs that clearly show coiled structures in circular DNA. Ultracentrifugation can be used to detect supercoiled DNA because it sediments more rapidly than the relaxed form. This supercoiling reduces the space and allows for much more DNA to be packaged. To fit within the bacterial cell, the circular chromosomal DNA in relaxed state is compacted about a thousand fold which leads to the formation of loop domains with a protein core in the center. The number of loops varies according to the size of the bacterial chromosome and species. E. coli has 50 to 100 with 40,000 to 80,000 base pairs of DNA in each. The looped chromosomal DNA is associated with some proteins. Further, the looped chromosomal DNA supercoils upon the loops and creates a more compact DNA. So basically, DNA is attached to a protein core from which, particularly, 50 supercoiled DNA loops radiate outwards. The protein core contains the enzymes as well as the proteins associated with supercoiling. Researchers have discovered that multiple proteins act together to help fold and condense the DNA, particularly one protein called HU protein which is most abundantly found in the nucleoid and it works with the enzyme called topoisomerase 1 to bind the DNA and introduce sharp bends in the chromosome generating necessary tension for negative supercoiling. This HU protein is a small bacterial histone-like protein. 
Additionally, enzyme topoisomerases are able to change DNA topology to facilitate functions such as DNA replication or transcription. Mathematical expressions are used to describe supercoiling by comparing different coiled states to relaxed B-form DNA. And these expressions describe the loops and the relationship to each other. Linking number is a topological property of DNA. Linking number is the sum of twist and writhe. Twist is the number of helical turns of one strand around the other strand, whereas writhe is the number of times the double helix crosses itself. Hence, the linking number represents the amount of tension in molecule. Linking number of a closed DNA molecule cannot be changed except by breaking it and rejoining of strands. Imagine twisting of rubber band so that it forms tiny coils. Now, twist it even further so that the original coils folds over one another and forms a condensed ball. When these type of twisting happen to the bacterial genome, it is known as supercoiling. If the DNA helix is overwinded, it forms positive supercoils and if the helix is underwound, it forms negative supercoils. As a general rule, the DNA of most organisms is negatively supercoiled. In a negative supercoil, DNA is twisted in the opposite direction of the double helix whereas it is positively supercoiled if the DNA is twisted in the same direction as the double helix. A simple figure of 8 is the simplest supercoil. Negative supercoils promotes strand separation and positive supercoiling makes the strand separation more difficult. Once the prokaryotic genome has been condensed, DNA topoisomerase 1, DNA gyrase and other proteins help maintain the supercoils. Topoisomerase enzymes helps relieve the DNA supercoiling. Topoisomerases fall into two classes that is topoisomerase 1 and topoisomerase 2. Class 1 topoisomerase are denoted by odd Roman numerals which cuts the phosphodiester bond of one strand of DNA which does not require energy. It transiently forms covalent bond with DNA. These allows for the free rotation of the DNA around the covalent backbone bonds. Topoisomerase 2, also known as the DNA gyrase, gets activated when the two double helices cross over each other. They are denoted by even Roman numerals. DNA gyrase make a covalent linkage to both strands of one DNA helix and make a double-stranded break. Then the second DNA helix is passed through the break. Now the break gets resealed and the enzyme dissociates. These type 2 topoisomerase requires ATP hydrolysis to work. Type 1 topoisomerase which makes the single strand break is further subdivided into two families, 1A and 1B. Topoisomerase 1A is present in all cells and it relaxes on the negatively supercoiled DNA and its mode of action is by strand passage mechanism. Topoisomerase 1B is found in eukaryotes and many prokaryotes. It relaxes both positive as well as negative supercoils. It works by controlled rotation mechanism. In many hyperthermophiles, type 1 topoisomerase, known as reverse gyrase, induces positive supercoiling in DNA through ATP-driven action. This suggests that positive supercoiling, which tightens the DNA double helix, protects the DNA from thermal denaturation. Type 2 topoisomerase is also subdivided into type 2A and type 2B. Type 2A topoisomerases include the enzymes DNA gyrase, eukaryotic topoisomerase 2 and bacterial topoisomerase 4. 
type 2 lipoisomerases increase or decrease the linking number of DNA loop by 2 units. For example, DNA gyrase, a type 2 topoisomerase observed in E. coli and most other prokaryotes, introduces negative supercoils and decreases the linking number by 2. Recent studies have also shown that other proteins, including integration host factor, can bind to specific sequences within the genome and introduce additional bends. But how do the proteins involved in transcription and translation access the thousands of genes? when everything is packaged together so tightly researchers have noticed that during transcription small regions of chromosome can be seen to project from the nucleoid into the cytoplasm where they unwind and associate with ribosomes thus allowing easy access by various transcriptional proteins these projections are thought to explain the mysterious shape of nucleoids during active growth recent studies have also indicated that Some prokaryotes contain as many as four linear or circular chromosomes. For example, Vibrio cholerae contains two circular chromosomes. One of these chromosomes contains the genes involved in metabolism and virulence, while the other contains the other essential genes. This is how supercoiling helps the bacteria to pack their genome and fit into the small corner of cell. And here we have reached the end of another episode of FC Biotech's Gene Talk. Thank you for tuning in. Be sure to visit our website, subscribe our channel and discover our fantastic bonus content. See you at next episode.